Hello again. This is podcast number two in the Western Lit series. I am here right after class reading through the uh, exit tickets, and I just wanted to highlight a couple of them. Uh, Kayla and Grant said these things. Kayla said, I find it interesting how many hints Odysseus gives about him being home or on his way, and no one picks up on it. And then Grant said, there are subtle hints along the way where people could gather that the stranger is Odysseus, but don't. And that's really, really something to watch for here. There are subtle hints. People don't pick up on it. But maybe Penelope does. So in your journal for next time, you're going to see uh, some prompts that relate to that. And it's one of the big questions of the Odyssey is the question of whether or not Penelope does pick up on this. Is maybe suspicious, maybe aware, maybe flat out knows and just plays along. And maybe is mm, acting out her own sort of disguise, disguising her feelings. There are many hints for you to spot in the readings uh, and to uh, make the case for that. It's an unanswerable question whether or not Penelope knows or suspects that the beggar is Odysseus or not. Um, there isn't one definitive answer on this, but that's what makes it a great question. So ponder it. Good job, Grant, Kayla. Good takeaway observation. There are hints. And wonder if Penelope actually picks up on them as you continue reading. Okay, Bree said this. Odysseus was clever, even clouded by emotion from seeing his son. I think, I think by this, she means, you mean, Bree, Odysseus is incredibly patient and still keeps his cool and cleverness, even as he watches the, uh, the, uh, um, Eumaeus, his swineherd, embraces son. And Odysseus has to hold back. Bree says, mind over matter seems to be his mantra. The whole theme of the second half of the Odyssey is, is the incredible endurance of Odysseus, his patience in sort of holding back and concealing his identity when it is absolutely his right to lord over this household. It is his household. It is his kingdom. And he endures insults and holds back because of all that he's learned along the way about, well, um, the disloyalty of people in households and how that costs some people in the past their lives. And so he is very careful here. And it's got to be painful to have to do this, actually. And he has to endure it. Um, I think this is my favorite observation on an exit ticket that I've ever got. This is Danica. Danica says, why was Odysseus changed into a beggar? Why not into a suitor where he could get in on all the action? That's an awesome question. I have an answer um, that I'd like to share, but I actually hope you'll think about that one for a while. And maybe uh, if you remind me in class, um, we can talk about Danica's question because this is awesome. What an observation. Why not? Why not just make him one of the suitors and then he can just play along and think about the effect of that if he just becomes one of uh, another of the suitors. Think about who decides to change him into uh, 
a beggar rather than a suitor and why she might have made that choice. What does it accomplish to make Odysseus into a, a beggar um, rather than a suitor? Ponder that. And uh, maybe uh, if someone brings it up and reminds me, we can talk about it next time. So this is a Western Lit Podcast, episode two. Thanks for listening.